everybody. Welcome to Talking Heartland. This is a show where we break down past seasons of Heartland, and we are in season five, episodes 13, 14, and 15. These are some pretty intense episodes. It's going to be fun to talk about. I am film critic Rachel Wagner, and Michelle is here. Hey, everyone. Yes. How are you doing? Yeah, good. Good, good. Good <clears throat> Yeah, there's, well, I, I think the first episode that we're going to talk about is the strongest of this group. Would you agree? Yeah, I think we got, <laughs> we got three great ones last week and then it was just kind of a bit of a dip this one, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, I, the, uh, the, like I said, the first one's pretty compelling and then the other two have a lot of Tim. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Big, big Tim fan, if you like those episodes, I think. But the the first one is aftermath. It's called it's called aftermath, and the plot summary is: in an attempt to avoid hitting a wolf, Ty is badly injured when he crashes his bike on a remote road, leaving Jack to search for help in the middle of nowhere. Meanwhile, back at Heartland, an anxious Amy has visions that tell her something has happened to Ty. When his lawyer digs up dirt on Miranda, Tim starts thinking seriously about a custody suit, and Lou and Peter both receive interesting career opportunities that complicate their parenting plan. So, yeah. So, overall, you like this episode pretty good? Um, I liked the majority of this episode. It had issues, um, but I think that the Jack and, and, uh, and Ty stuff was really good. Yeah. Um, and even though some of the Amy stuff was pretty good as well. But yeah, I just had some like old issues with these episodes. Yeah, I I think the Ty and Jack stuff was was really good. And that was most of the episode. Mm-hmm. That was the A plot. So uh but yeah, this crash that they had and uh and you know, Ty's had this kind of recurring dream of of this wolf yeah yeah really good i'm not sure how successful the i guess they were trying to kind of have amy and, and ty sort of be connected through these kind of visions yeah i'm not sure how, like how successful that was mm-hmm. i feel like they went to it too many times um of the flashbacks yeah. and stuff yeah 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 um, I feel like you maybe did it so many times that it was just kind of like, oh, here we go again. It it just felt a lot to me, but it's true. They do kind of throw in these episodes that just have like a completely different vibe than than the, the standard kind of episodes. Yeah, it almost felt a little bit like a flashback. Uh, it felt like um flip, like flip episode. Yeah, you get like when they would have like friends like every right. time. Like, yeah just like an episode that was full of flashbacks on those clip ones I'm throw that in for a, a Pull some once, time off. usually once a show would become popular yeah there would be a, a flashback episode uh to kind of fill things out uh mm-hmm. but i thought that graham wardell and uh and sean did a good job of portraying like that they were really injured and in pain and and all of that it was convincing yeah very and they have such a a fantastic bond on the show um mm-hmm. as it, it's that sort of father-son thing just becoming stronger and stronger have you ever ridden a motorcycle like that um i've ridden like a small 
motorcycle, like mm-hmm. maybe like one that's for the size of a kid. Um, and I've been on a couple of like slightly bigger ones. My brother was into them when we were younger. Oh, yeah. um, I've never, I've been on sort of, you know, people, other people driving them, but I've never, I've only maybe driven one once uh, myself and I crashed within like 30 seconds. Oh. <laughs> so I wasn't yeah. allowed to, my brother like freaked out. I wasn't allowed to go on it again. <laughs> He was more concerned. It was that kind of thing with Ty. He was more concerned about the bike than me. He was like, step away from the motorcycle. Yeah, yeah you're not getting on that again. That's funny. I I have never been on a motorcycle, at least in my memory. I uh, I don't have great balance, so it makes me nervous. The idea, but I've Sense heard of, it's like direction. Really or, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just seems so dangerous. I know. <laughs> Especially when people are on these long rides like they like they are here and and uh and it just seems like the little thing could make you fly off. Yeah, I but... think I would be far too exa- far too anxious to do it. I'd be stressed out the entire time. I wouldn't be mm. on one of those like long road trips relaxing. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, no. Uh and also they're just so hard to uh to uh, also the the challenge is is that you can you can get in people's blind spots so easily mm-hmm. when you're on a motorcycle and yeah so you have this sort of recurring thing in this episode where amy keeps seeing the mustang ghost mm-hmm. and the and then uh having these visions of what's happening with ty and then Ty keeps seeing ghosts as well and getting scared for Amy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, it's, it, we didn't know that Amy is getting superpowers practically these days. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. she's all powerful with horses. So, yeah. Um, and I kind of like that they, they do have that kind of connection with, with ghosts. Like when Amy sees ghosts, she immediately thinks of Ty. Um, so I thought that part of it really worked. One thing I wondered about: Does Jack not have a cell phone? Do we know this? Because they he asked about Ty's cell phone, and it's. I've broken. only ever seen him used like the the landline before. It doesn't seem like he would have a cell phone, but I feel like yeah. maybe with him being with Lisa and just a lot happening, that maybe would maybe would have one at this point. Maybe just for like plot convenience, they they just had to not have one. Yeah, I I I never it had never occurred to me. I mean, this is 2012. I feel like by then, by this yeah. point, even sort of the the last uh, kind of group were were getting cell phones. Absolutely, it, you know, at that point, and especially if you're taking people. off to go somewhere that's so secluded, you would really yeah. want to. Well, and you always, that's why you always want people to know where you're, you are, if you're going on a hike or anything like that, like you want people to know, you never go uh, just by, you know, by yourself, even though they weren't by themselves, but you want people to be on the lookout for you mm-hmm. for that kind of a thing. I mean, I, I, I would think there would be some kind of rangers or, you know, somebody like that at a an area like this yeah i think for like 
big places that are you know pretty dangerous in, in terms of that they would have and it's sort of a like if you don't check in at a certain mm-hmm. point they would they would come looking for you right exactly uh so what do we think about lou and peter's story uh, oh my here? God. it's so frustrating <laughs> like we knew this was going to happen like we knew yeah. this was going to happen like he's just back in he's like businessman mode and i'm like oh, like i just don't get it i yeah. really don't get that i don't get this relationship they're just having the same argument again they're basically long distance again um yeah it just makes no sense to me and it just doesn't seem like the most interesting place to go for them having him be at home and her working sort of part-time and doing all of her like you know many jobs um was just so much better i agree such a great side to peter you understood why they were together and this just sees them sort of button heads again yeah she's dealing with the glass ceiling at her job they're uh, they're wanting her to go on to more projects and take more time and uh, and then the she gets offered promotion five days a week but at the same time peter's offered a full-time job and you can't have a functioning marriage if one of you is working in another in another uh place like it you have to be together at least most of the time like i don't know i i feel like yeah i think in terms of like their jobs and their sort of business their sort of career they're just so similar they both just want to kind of do that and and get to you know as high as they can go and then maybe that would work if they they lived you know in the same place yeah well, and also I think that they don't really give us an idea of kind of what is important about these jobs, you know, like something that they have a passion for. It, they're just kind of like generic jobs, like, you know, uh, yeah. business, yeah. like, so you, if it's something yeah, that it was... you have like a ton of passion for, like say she had dreamed of becoming a doctor or something like that then you'd be you'd be like okay that's that's good to really sacrifice a lot for even just like the the whole plot of you know uh lou building a dude ranch you know that was you know great to watch you know and all of the different little kind of business ventures you had along the way those were great to watch that's this is so sort of generic and even just peter having the project of building the house was so much more fun to watch yeah i agree have somebody that's I mean I know that they are going to be taken to daycare which is fine but I don't know I just feel like what are you gonna have you're gonna spend so little time with your child uh both you know both of you I don't know it just seems weird it doesn't seem yeah. heartlandy to me no but I guess she's taking the baby to work with her we also find out that uh Tim has been uh trying to get get joint custody with of shane and he says miranda has moved 12 times uh and so she's trying to kind of declare that she's not a good mother and and he wants amy to go on the facebook (laughs) and talk to shane (laughs) 
yeah how do you feel about tim here you know he's not my favorite character i think that's well established at this point yeah um but you know i was i was trying to give him give him the benefit of the doubt because you know he did miss out on so much of amy growing up particularly um he was there from more of lou's life but mm. i i do understand that you know miranda brought shane into his life and then just kind of took him away and that just wasn't fair on him mm. and so i would absolutely be on his side if he just you know did things did, did things right like he just you're on his side for just a little bit and then immediately you're off because he's manipulating people around him and sort of just going about things the wrong way yeah like, like, immediately you're just like oh come on you had me I say for like a second right yeah you understand why he wants to have custody of his son and be able to see his son but yeah then the way he goes about it isn't good he, he says uh the rodeo tore up my body and I took pills and they tore up my life I have regrets but that's why I'm trying to do something about Shane so but yeah like more... spying and blackmail is probably not the way to go in, in terms of doing that yeah yeah but we i guess we we learn a little more about the backstory here uh but then uh, we also have jack uh actually throws a rock into a, a truck to try to get the uh the attention and he comes out and the guy's kind of a jerk and it doesn't want to help at first but then uh, he comes around and they go and they find ty and so that was pretty good mm -hmm. ty has some flashbacks about his dad as well it's not just yeah. amy Ty and he says uh i have to go home i've got to see amy and uh, then peter gets lou a promotion bracelet we have ty and amy says when i gave you the promise ring i didn't know what i was promising but i do now i do now so things are getting things are getting more exciting for ty and amy i guess yeah i feel like i'm worried i feel like we're getting led into like <laughs> something bad's going to happen again yeah well, i hope they don't break up at least again well one to ten what would you give this episode um i gave it a 7.5 I might go a little higher, maybe an eight. Didn't have any Mallory, which is, you know, one of my, she's one of my favorites. So uh. that's a little bit of a downside, but yeah, I'll give it an eight. So we'd like to take a second from this episode of the podcast to celebrate our sponsor of this episode. And that is the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcast? Do you want an inside scoop into what happens on the podcast? Do you want early access to episodes and loads of cool perks? Now is the time to become a patron of Hallmarkies Podcast. By becoming a patron, you get to access our patron Facebook group. You can request episodes or even be a guest on the podcast. And most importantly, any patron can join our monthly movie watch-alongs with stars like Paul Campbell, Natalie Hall, and more. It's as low as $2 a month to join in and become a special part of the Hallmarkies family. Please consider, and we will love you forever. Go to patreon.com slash Hallmarkies. That's patreon.com slash Hallmarkies. All right. Then next we have uh, Working in a Dream. 
And this episode, the summary is Amy is roped into helping Tim. Pro- pro- uh, sorry, Amy is roped into helping Tim uh, project a positive image to the community in hopes it will further his custody case for Shane. Meanwhile, Ty works to restore his bike and his shaken confidence so he can get back on the road. Lou and Lisa come to a crossroads in their business partnership when construction finally begins on Lou and Peter's dream home at the Dude Ranch during peak season, during peak season. And Caleb returns from Vancouver with his and Ashley's future finally settled. So overall, what do you think about this one? Um, I mean, the Tim stuff kind of drove me crazy. So, you know, I rated this one a little bit um, lower. Um, and I felt like a lot of the other storylines were just kind of repetitive. Yeah. Like, I felt like we just had this kind of Lou and, and Lisa kind of resolution. Um, and it feels like kind of going back to the, you know, taking a few steps back on that. Um, mm-hmm. I liked some of the Caleb stuff. Um, and again, like, I thought Graham Wardle was, was so really good in this episode. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I agree. This is kind of a nuts and bolts episode, like, that, you know, shows have to have where you're just kind of furthering the plot going yeah, on. Kind of yeah yeah like you need them but it's not particularly exciting mm-hmm. uh, the uh you have uh the the little britches <laughs> <laughs> okay. another uh, aspect of rodeo that i've learned about from heartland now <laughs> the kids are are riding sheep uh, yeah, and, that's uh, what they called it, uh, mutton busting. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. And Amy uh, tries to help her dad with that. Uh, the, uh, but it's hard because he's he's not that invested. He yeah. not, he doesn't really like kids that much. Yeah, but he's trying to make a good impression on this custody thing. And I guess in fairness to Tim, like those kinds of custody battles are the worst yeah I, it's one of the worst it's one of the things on tv like i really hate because uh-huh. it just brings out like the worst in people and the worst yeah. in some year like if it's happening i always remember Grey's anatomy did one uh-huh. of the worst custody battles i've ever seen like they literally had like on their social media like hashtag what team you were oh my gosh and some of the characters so it said and did things and you were like that character would never do that um so it kind of makes me bristle a little bit whenever it comes up in the show because it's mm. just never pleasant <laughs> it's never i mean they're not pleasant obviously but yeah it's it does not make for fun tv <laughs> yeah it's just i mean in whether in life real life or in uh mm. or in shows it's it is not a good good experience that is a rough experience I that that would be very hard not to get bitter, especially mm-hmm. when you're worried about the safety of your child like that. Like it's just rough. Then we find out that people are leaving the dude ranch because of the noise of the construction uh, for Lou and Peter's house. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Lisa confronts Lou and she says, "Now is not the time. Uh, people are leaving." And I can understand that because definitely if I, I would be a little irritated if I 
went to a peaceful dude ranch and there was all this construction going on. Yeah, it's so crazy to me that they just doesn't doesn't have a schedule. They just didn't know when these people were going to show up with like yeah. digging up the ground. It's like surely that kind of thing is a bit more organized, especially mm-hmm. when you're you know doing it right next to a business. Yeah, at least I did. And in all fairness, you know, can I say to Lou like? I've given you loads of time and nothing's happening and we need to, you know, open the business again. I mean, I guess they could do the demolition uh, and the laying of the foundation and everything. They could do it when maybe like during the day when people are kind of out, out doing yeah. stuff, you know, so it wouldn't like wake them up mm-hmm. in the morning uh, and that might help maybe. We find out that Tim is running for Cowboy Association president. <laughs> Was it Stubby? Yeah. I think we've met Stubby before. I think we've seen him. Oh, have we? I forgot that. And yeah. uh, he, he's been the head of the association for like 14 years uh, because he does a great barbecue, evidently. <laughs> and... Uh, and uh jack tells tim uh they says i can't help uh, thinking that kid deserves to be part of a family even if you're in it <laughs> jack, jack, always makes under- the, see, jack always makes the tim stuff better for me <laughs> yeah well i can understand why miranda was upset yeah. about the illegal race but then again, I don't know. Her reaction, of course, seems ridiculous. Like, just, like that's not healthy. If you're trying to protect your son, like that's not healthy. Also, to take him away from his father, it's not like he's with him all the time. I don't know. Yeah. I just feel like it's ridiculous. Yeah, I feel like neither of them are sort of doing the best thing for the for the kid, and it's like he's of an age where they could absolutely just ask him what he wants to do. You know, obviously mm-hmm. within sort of reason if, if he's wanting to kind of you know split time or you know go on vacations or you know yeah. whatever it is that they want to do it feels like something they could absolutely figure out if they were willing to just you know actually yeah. talk about it right <laughs> yeah it's yeah. not fair that Miranda just sort of brought him in and then took him out yeah. right yeah it's crazy it's a did you laugh when uh, Amy brought Caleb breakfast in bed? That was funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was really funny. <laughs> Can we stop and go get an ice cream? <laughs> <laughs> okay, haven't had dinner yet, so. <laughs> and, uh, and I think it's Amy who says it's hard to tell if the kids are more afraid of the sheep or dad. <laughs> Which is funny. Yeah, and uh, I liked he had those "It's time for Tim" buttons made. <laughs> I mean, that's good. I mean, so, this is a, a serious campaign here going on for yeah, he does. For the... Yeah, he takes he takes on all these things in this episode and does absolutely nothing. <laughs> like Lou and, and Amy do everything. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> and and we we have the the it's not just the sheep but then there's also with the donkeys the kids this is a whole yeah um, it's the whole, like, <laughs> yeah for the kids <laughs> and uh so ty is moving back to the trailer 
but he is kind of obsessed with repairing this bike mm-hmm. and Amy's starting to get worried and then he gets in a fight with Caleb about it. It seems like he's kind of doing everything he can to sort of avoid getting back on the bike. He sort of, instead of just repairing it, he takes it completely apart. So Caleb says that Ashley was not into saving their marriage and he couldn't do it alone. And I don't know, this just doesn't make sense given that they just barely got married. I don't know, the whole thing feels weird to me. Yeah, I don't know if maybe, you know, Cindy chose to, uh, uh, you know, obviously the show happened that long ago this season, so I'm not exactly sure what happened if Cindy wanted to leave or, you know, this was just where the story was going, but it, seemed, it that sort of happens in shows sometimes. If an actor leaves, they just sort of are kind of stuck with the writing. You know, it just doesn't yeah. make sense that, you know, for for Ashley to just give up. Yeah, it makes you glad for the shows that were somehow were able to keep the cast intact. It makes it tough. It makes it really tough. But it does. Uh, so then you have oh, the pancake social. I mean, I was amazed that Lou had the time to basically run this pan- pancake social with everything going on in her life. Yeah, it seemed crazy. Like he was just like piling stuff on her, yeah. and I don't know what he was doing. He was just sort of taking on new things. Like every scene he was in, it was like. Passing off to someone else and then taking something else on. Yeah, and at one point he's like, oh, we're spending all this money on pancakes. I'm like, is there any food cheaper than pancakes? (laughs) Pancakes, (laughs) If there was bacon involved, I I guess I could see it. Or, I mean, I guess a little bit in the maple syrup. You know, that that does feel very, very small town to me. (laughs) Yeah, it was like the the warring pancake socials. (laughs) Yeah, and then Jack brings Ty another bike to work on and talks to him about that. He he apologizes, and uh, then Jack talks to Tim, and he says, "So, so now I'm your speechwriter." Yeah, he uses the 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 Hall of Fame speech. <laughs> yeah, Tim loses the election. Very sad. <laughs> Uh, and tim says i just wanted you and lou to be proud of me you know i i can understand that because you're dealing with all the guilt sort of frustration trying to fix your life it's tough to do have that redemption i did like that caleb was just there for the pancakes didn't vote just was there right yeah (laughs) uh so then we get a moment with jack and lisa and he says you're just as much a part of this family as anyone else. She says, um, you know, I'm not angling for a proposal. I think they have that whole conversation, which mm-hmm. I kind of wondered that, that when they were going to kind of bring that into the discussion with Jack and Lisa, mm-hmm. why they don't just get married. Yeah, it feels like, well, I've not actually looked ahead, but it feels like maybe next season. If not at the end of the season, that would yeah. be taking enough happen. Because they've been dating for quite a while. Yeah, we know that Lisa wants to get married because it has come up mm-hmm. before. Like it's it's more Jack that's not ready. But I think so, I feel like he's taken enough steps this season that it would be plausible if it did happen next season. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It just seems like they eventually will need to go there. You know, you need some commitment in your relationship. And uh, then we also have Ty teaching Amy how to ride the motorcycle at the end. So overall, what would you give this one? Um, I give this a seven. Yeah, I think that's fair. I'll agree with you. I will give a seven. Okay, then our last episode is uh, the breaking down and building up. And when Amy's eccentric friend, Mr. Hanley, dies, she finds his horses in danger of being bought up by kill buyers. Can she rescue them before it's too late? And one thing that's interesting about this episode is that, I mean, these people aren't vegans or anything like that. I mean, I, I obviously they love animals, but they also understand like they eat meat so uh, the the idea that oh these kill buyers <laughs> for the uh, the horses is different but for the for the bulls i don't know I yeah don't quite quite get why that is <clears throat> so upsetting to amy yeah it's one of the kind of hard things like i'm not vegan but i do try to have kind of you know the majority of the meals i eat be vegan mm-hmm. um and that is just you know just little things that I just feel like I could never give up um but it is one of the hard things about when you do eat meat you do kind of have to confront you know there's just you know a lot of things that ugly things that you kind of have to look at I mean maybe it's the sense of like maybe these people aren't ethical you know they're not you know going about the you know slaughtering animals in, in a humane if you can the most humane way possible um because what would yeah. mr hanley have been having these <coughs> these uh steers and stuff for wouldn't he wouldn't he sell them to kill buyers eventually i think mr hanley i think it's been said that he just kind of takes in strays like he can't really afford to look after them but he does just kind of take them in um mm-hmm. and try to look after them um I don't think yeah. it's been, you know, shown as much, but I think there's been a couple of lines of like Amy really helps them out in terms of looking after these animals. So maybe that's part of it, is yeah. that it's not what Mr. Hanley would have done. It's that's what Amy doesn't like. But I don't know. Yeah, you think she'd be a little bit more kind of sensible to the realities of living on a ranch, uh, yeah. with animals getting used for their meat. And uh, and on also uh, the uh, the oh my gosh I just lost my train of thought that you think she'd be more used to uh, also that animals sometimes have to get yeah uh, shot you know because they're in pain mm-hmm. you know like we saw that's last one of the time. things like you know when there is that thing of like living on a farm is so kind of idealistic for me it's more like there's just a lot of horrors about living on a farm. Yeah. I just, I just would not be able to handle, like, you know, handing animals over to, you know, raising them for slaughterhouses and, and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I just, even though you eat meat, I just don't think I would be able to. Yeah. Life. It would be hard. I, really hard when I know. was uh, little, I went to a rodeo and I, I started crying when they were roping because it seemed 
seem to me to to be roping the cows though i i I, they probably don't yeah enjoy it fine yeah it's probably fine but as a little girl i i i was very upset (laughs) so nice to do yeah it's that thing as well like i'm not a fan of like racing so whenever this happens in the show i'm just like Uh there's so much you know stuff on on tv about how you know the tracks aren't safe and and kind of the the way they're kind of you know raised Uh and the you know the chemicals and stuff it's just horrible to kind of think about so whenever i see it i'm just like really upset (laughs) so uh, yeah, I agree. So Lou and Peter are looking for a house and uh, Lou is being kind of difficult because she wants a house with character. And I think from the very beginning of the episode, we, of course, we know that she's mm-hmm. going to end up with Mr. Hanley's house. Yeah. Yeah. So I think at the end of last episode, they decided to kind of put the kibosh on building a house. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just not going to do that. They're just going to buy a house. Um, now that they're both, you know, fully employed. But yeah, right. we can. Ass- yeah, it's interesting that they've. You know, I wonder if that was. It just seems such a waste to spend mm-hmm. so much time on that storyline for it to kind of go nowhere. Yeah, and didn't they dig quite a bit? What are they going to do with yeah, all that? They're just going to have to fill all that in. <laughs> That's what I wondered about. Uh, but it does make sense in a way because Lou, like she says, that you know, she renovated the uh, food ranch. Yeah. Food ranch. So she has kind of that, that experience at least. But, uh, you know, renovation, they're such, they can be such money pits. I would be very nervous about yeah. taking on this project. <laughs> I think and it, it seems like there's a nightmare. You know, Mr. Hamley wasn't doing much in terms of upkeep, so mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And uh, then Tim and Amy are having some conflict because Tim is trying to put off this message of this great, you know, dad, and so and Amy is kind of resentful of that. And Amy needs help with the horses. Tim isn't helpful. <laughs> Uh, and then we also have mrs bell she gets an insurance check Mm -hmm. uh, with mallory this is we finally get mallory in this episode yeah she was gone for a bit Mm -hmm. and we have a fight between peter and tim uh, and then they find out they that their offer wasn't accepted Uh, and uh, then we have a fight between Peter and Lou. They're they're not able to communicate because they're separated for so much. It's just yeah. not working. Yeah, it does not look. It does not seem fun to live with them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like yeah, thin walls and yeah, not fun. Yeah. So the bank has foreclosed on the property. They're auctioning everything off, including the horses. And uh, we have Jack, you know, warning Amy, don't spend more than $1,000. But then he ends up spending $2,000 to get the the horses and the animals for Amy. Yeah. I don't know where they put all these horses. It feels like every few episodes 
Amy takes in like a bunch of horses. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I, I always felt like, wow, like a horse is really, really, really expensive. But that's definitely not always the case, it seems like here. I don't think it is. I actually just read a book about um, somebody that bought a horse for like, just like a couple hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it just depends on, you know, you know, like a like a dog or a cat in terms of what breed they are. Um, but I think it's just so expensive to take care of them that that's where the money goes. Right. Um, yeah. And if you, if you same with like a, any other animal, if you travel, you have to pay for board. You have to, you know, brush them every, you know, day, and you have to ride them every day, and you have to do all these things. Like it's, it's such a huge yeah. commitment, and they live a long time. So yeah. Oh, do they? The horses? Yeah, yeah. Like 20 mm-hmm. years. Did you see, I don't know if you saw on uh, Instagram, Amber Marshall it was did a throwback post about Spartan. The, the oh, horse that was, that was yeah. Spartan. Yeah, I saw that. That was the one that they did the, um, the sort of Spartan double for the Liberty stuff. Mm-hmm. So they must have, even though they've, just imagine how many horses are on a set, like yeah how many spartans they have for all the different things that amy does with spartan yeah and we also get with caleb talking uh she's he says if i met the right girl i'd marry her tomorrow i like being married it gives a guy roots oh god the second he said that i was like oh my god tim don't do it don't do it yeah that was super cringy when tim proposes to janice you're just like oh Oh my god i felt so bad for her yeah yeah so i mean i'm not janice's biggest fan but i felt awful for her in this episode yeah exactly (laughs) they managed to make you feel bad for janice uh because she really seemed to be happy and be like oh i want to uh you know start a new life together and she wants to settle down she wants to have a baby and i totally supported her when she slapped him that yeah, was 100%. earned yeah it was so manipulative and so mm-hmm. like it was just using her um in the most awful way yeah and uh we get more mrs bell and mallory and i i thought that when there's the auction first of all, i was thinking oh they're gonna start bidding uh they're gonna bid it up just between the two of them not even with this businessman but yeah when they're they're, mallory is spilling on the man that was pretty (laughs) funny yeah yeah Yeah, that was good like there's a a few graves on the land and they're worried that you know if a businessman takes over they will just right you know get rid of well not even just the graves but they are uh, Mrs. Bell's. Uh, well, she grew up there. That's love, right. Yeah. First yeah. love is there, and mm-hmm. uh, so she ends up. Mrs. Bell ends up winning, and then she's going to sell it to Peter and Lou, and for what she paid, and work out a payment system. Mm-hmm. And uh, she says, "You promise not to mess with the cemetery." Mm-hmm and then it ends the episode ends with tim getting drunk and fighting with caleb yeah my last note on the episode is tim is sad and i don't feel bad for him <laughs> no no 
so what would you give this one? Um, same as previous, seven. Yeah, this one was okay. I, I Not my favorite, but it was okay. I give it a seven. It was a lot of Tim in this one. I was just like, no It was way. like just a bunch of filler before the kind of last few episodes of the season. Right, yeah. So, all right, well, we did it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if you're listening, let us know what you think of these three episodes. We'd love to hear your thoughts. And, uh, and Michelle, where can people find you? Um, on Twitter at Michelle R. Benson. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Ron Tomatoes. So check that out. And also make sure you're following the podcast, the Hallmarkies Pod and Hallmarkies Podcast, all of our social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave us your ratings and reviews. We really appreciate that. And if you are listening on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have our patron group, which is really fun. You get some pretty cool perks. Like we ended up talking to Lacey Chabert in our patron watch along this week. And that was pretty epic uh, for about 20 minutes. So if you want great perks, uh, it's only $2 uh, to participate in any of the watch alongs and other things we do. So please take a look at that. And then we also have our merch store, which has Heartland inspired merch. So check uh, that out. And thanks so much, everybody. And we'll talk to you all next week. Bye. Bye, everyone.